Welcome to Survivor Cast International. I'm Cody. I'm Jacqueline. And today on the pod, as part of our To UK with Love series, it's Survivor UK. Pulau Tiga, episode number eight. And it's a very special COVID cast this week, listener. Sadly. Very sadly. You see, we went into the woods, but then went on a boat. And we think that's where Cody got some COVID. Yes, we are recording in two separate studios to COVID with love, right? I couldn't interrupt you with the song. (laughs) If you want to do some singing, I can yield the floor. No, I just, we had gotten to the two UK with love portion and I wanted to make sure you got it in. Of course. Because normally you'd sing it, but you can't. To UK with love. Yeah, so we are recording separately. I am in the normal studio, and Jackie is in the ad hoc studio set up in the stepchild's bedroom. My child, their stepchild. Where I am quarantining away from the sicko. Yes, because I also work in the, the studio. So the studio has been infected with COVID. Um. And I just want to take this moment to publicly say I was wrong. Uh, COVID is real. I know (laughs) a year ago I was on the Capitol steps last January yelling with my fellow patriots for Joe Biden. They're going to arrest you now, Cody. To, you know, all the terror. I can't even say the joke I was about to say because the Secret Service will legitimately come get me. I was saying all the the congressmen should should meet the guillotine and all the things last January and that COVID wasn't real and, you know, don't mask my second amendment rights and all the other nonsense. But I guess now I have to sadly with hat in hand and frog (laughs) in throat, admit that COVID does exist and you should probably get vaccinated. Probably. Kidding. Of course I'm vaccinated and boosted, double boosted and vaccinated. So I am not a COVID denier, but I have been struck down by COVID all the same. And amazingly, I am still negative, hence the we can't really hang out together. It'd make more sense if we both had it and could just like kick it and record and watch a bunch of stuff together. But no, I had to stay healthy. You were on the same boat I was on. (laughs) You did everything I did. We did everything together. morning that I tested positive of COVID and you still tested negative for now. For now. I'm testing each day. I hope you avoid it. I hope so too. But I'm sad to be avoiding you. Hmm. Speaking (laughs) of co-hosts and COVID, our friend Peter, our UK correspondent, he will often, in speaking of reviving Survivor UK, ask the question, Jackie, who should host a revived Survivor UK? 
Okay. Now I want to ask you a question. Okay. In the event that your co-host is killed by COVID, <laughs> no. who will replace me? You have to replace me. You can't opt out. Who replaces me? You can choose someone from your life or any celebrity. I mean, you Cody. Get a, your husband is Cody. Dead. Cody. So you get the government grants you a wish. You get to make a <laughs> wish. You get to pick any living celebrity or person, and they have to host your podcast with you. It's a new executive order. That Joe Biden signs into law. He's trying to lock down the widow vote in 2024. Oh, damn. If you're a widow with a podcast, name your co-host. You got him. (laughs) He's slipping into senility. (laughs) You are literally the Survivor Cast International podcast. Like, you are the podcast. It could not be done without you. It, it but both of us. it needs both of us, but I'm dead. And now you've got to replace me. All right. My husband's dead. Your husband the has only person. The only person. Segment. Your husband is dead. My husband's dead and we're going to get in trouble. Hey, now. Hey, now. My husband's Your husband dead. dead. Your husband's dead and you've got to replace him. Hey, now. <laughs> hey, now. New podcast host. The only person who could Can replace you. Can I guess? Sure. Is it Bill Cosby? <laughs> God, no. <laughs> Do you want to make a real guess, though? Um, is it a certain pop diva? Lizzo? No. RuPaul? No. Michelle Visage? <laughs> no one related to Drag Race. I, I don't even know. Who could Get it be? Get your head. Out of your tuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the only person who could keep this podcast going after you've passed, if it were to continue, and yes, they would be forced to do it against their will, there'd be no option. But Mark Austin. Oh my gosh. Must come out of his survivor hosting retirement and join me on Survivor UK. Holy shit. Joe Biden really, really flexing that special (laughs) relationship between the UK, (laughs) forcing Mark Austin to honor an American executive order to (laughs) co-host he thought the nightmare was over, and he's got to <laughs> return to Pool Tiga in podcast form. Mm. Now, if it had to be an American, I guess I'd settle for Jeff Probst. <laughs> but Mark Austin, final answer. The best answer. I mean, I don't <laughs> think any of us expected it, and I, I love it. It is the correct answer. You didn't expect me to use, like, an actual Survivor host? I, I didn't know who you were going to go with. Now, UK correspondent recently dropped a photo of Mark Austin in the modern day. Silver <laughs> Fox, the, the years have been kind to him. Have go they? check out, go find us have at they? INT Survivor Cast to find that picture. Do you think he could woo you over the microphone, those twinkling eyes, 
Do you think you could fall in love with Mark Austin and not only find a new podcast host, but a new husband as well? A new lease on life, maybe? I mean, I think that if I had two husbands die, they might start calling me a Black Widow. Wait, Mark Austin's also going to die? (laughs) You're saying you're going to marry and kill Mark Austin? (laughs) Oh, boy. Watch out, Mark. It It might just be worth it, Mark. The honeypot might be worth the poison but i don't know i uh, are you saying are you, oh oh so you're complimenting my honey pot then I, i'm complimenting your honey pot oh <laughs> as all guests must do when they come on survive they usually it's they must compliment my honey pot i usually require oh, it, but correct today i'm passing i feel like i'm a guest on the pod oh because you're on of, your phone you're, yeah because you've got the microphone and okay (laughs) that's sad that's so sad i don't make want you to feel like a guest on your own pod no we both but next time (laughs) we're hosting and guesting both of us exactly should we go to pull out tiga cody the last thing i want to say before we jump into pull out tiga is that there is new news on hashtag suckgate 2000 now both the uk correspondent and the drop master they both have the lowdown on drop gate or suck gate 2001 who blew who on pulau tiga but they fear that it will sway our opinion if we were (laughs) to know it before the end of the season so i think we have to do a a live reveal post finale. Oh God. But how many, how many episodes are there on survivor? I'm not sure, but we're like, I don't know. We're at least halfway there. I'm going to do a quick investigation. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Vamp. While it's all, Vamp, only Cody. I'm so concerned about the possible technical ramifications of you trying to find this out while we're doing this. Like it, it won't flim- happen. I'm so concerned. Don't Everything's going to come crashing down, listener. Nothing's crashing. Nothing's <laughs> crashing. 15. There are 15 episodes. See? My God, she pulled it off. My God is right. <laughs> that was my pretending the podcast was exploding. Thank noise. you. Thank you. I appreciate but it was that. But it was all pretend. You know. I will say, I am not that tech illiterate. I'm glad. Yeah. Yeah. You are like a distance learning teacher. Okay. (laughs) We, this, this marks, once we're finished with this episode, Cody, co-host Cody, we will be more than halfway through. COVID Cody. Oh, you know, I wasn't going to tell you this because I thought it'd make you sad, but now I am going to tell you it on the pod. My mom says your new nickname is Kobe. Mm. Co-host Kobe. Kobe. Have, have either of your parents gotten COVID? Uh, no. God damn it. Kobe. Kobe. Hashtag, hashtag cancel co-host Kobe. And by cancel, I mean life cancel. <laughs> claim me haven't both your brothers gotten covid yes see only so one you're... of them be- 
Funny thing is, both of my brothers have contracted COVID, but only one of them believes in COVID. (laughs) (laughs) True. The other one just got really sick and turned a strip double striped, but it's not Mm. COVID. Yep, yep. Okay. So, shall we go to pull out Tiga, Cody? Here we go. Episode number eight. So, goodbye, Simon, last week. Wait, wait, wait. Before that, oh, we, yeah, yeah, okay, they recap last week. Bye, Simon. Peace, bye. Bye, Simon. Only black contestant. Of course. Of course. It's a horror film. This season was a horror film. Okay, but before that, though. Okay, do they normally put Mark Austin's name on the screen like a contestant? Like a castaway? I- did, was his name up yeah, there? Yeah, they fucking flashed his full name. It said Mark Austin on the fucking screen. Maybe he was like, hey, you know, the last seven episodes, I've noticed that my name isn't prominently featured. <laughs> Let's fucking fix that or I walk for season two. Or maybe it just was re-put in it like three weeks ago because we always forget his name and get it wrong. And he's like one of our five listeners on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's like go back so those fucking americans remember my name exactly that's what's going on exactly speaking of mark austin he tells us at the top of this episode that the mud volcano that sits at the heart of pulau tiga last came to life 50 years ago but it don't they fucking use it every fucking episode well but i guess it's not like it's not spewing molten magma it's just spewing. Magma. It's like at like magma. It's magma. Got, <laughs> we're both like doing very poor Doctor Evil impersonations, and I guess magma. now. Okay, can I? Am I allowed to do a baby voice? Am I allowed to do Doctor <laughs> Evil saying magma incorrectly? No, and you can't do Gelmo either. Gel, yeah, let's not even talk about Gelmo. Our off-brand <laughs> Elmo impersonation. Yo soy Yo Gelmo. Soy Gelmo. Yo soy Gelmo, our Survivor Cast International <laughs> Gelmo toy coming this Christmas. <laughs> Yo soy Gelmo, all voice recording done by co-host Jackie herself. She needs money now that I'm dead, Adios, and I don't bring any money. <laughs> um, God, what the hell were we? I've got COVID, Brent. I don't know what we were talking about. I can't go. Um, on the mud volcano active. The mud volcano is active. Yeah, I think it's usually just like boiling mud and not necessarily an active volcano. But why does he say this at the top of the episode? Because it is the it they're going to give us lots of reminders of things this episode because it's the first episode that we get the jury. So Ah. he's kind of treating it like a reset. Yeah, I think you're right about that, actually. I'd agree with that. (laughs) It's just a crazy way to start the episode. Yes, it's ridiculous. We come into, yeah, Charlotte in tears. She's miserable. Mm hmm. She does have a husband. I think this is like the thousand percent the person who sucks someone's dick. I I suspect as well, especially because we've been very positive on Charlotte so (laughs) far. And I think they're like, well, once you find out that she's sucking up that island, maybe not so kind. I mean, here's what I'm going to say. Charlotte's sucking dick on the island? Give her some fucking props. That girl definitely gets the million. 
Do you think she should get the million because she sucked dick on the island? Yeah. Why? Because it's like know. gross. It's all grimy and sweaty. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's like <laughs> if the person wasn't married and it's like, yeah, you get your Charlotte. Suck that dick. Sure. Why not? But I don't know. It does seem not as maybe she didn't know. I don't know. Or you can't chuck into you know the fucking background of every dick you suck. Sometimes maybe they're married. She's a sex worker and she like was bartering for coconuts or future money. Sucking <laughs> I don't know. Nuts. Sucking nuts this for is, coconuts. This is just letting you know, listener, we are pro sex workers here on the pod. Yeah. Just so you know. That's sex not, work is not talking about it as a diss. Like sex work is job. real work. We support sex workers. You know, I support the sex economy. I support stimulating the sex economy, <laughs> if you will. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe, and this is why all the fucking chicks are so mean to her, mm. is because she got some dick on the island, and none of them I, got any. Listen though, I hope. It wasn't Charlotte. I hope it was one of these older prudish women always hating on Charlotte because she's pretty who sucks some dick on the island. And I hope it's like James who also kind of (laughs) has a fussy attitude toward Charlotte this episode who got his dick sucked as well. You want Eve sucking James's dick. Yes, I want. Okay, so yeah, let's talk about that. (laughs) Who do you think is going to win and who do you think is sucking whose dick? Richard. You think Richard is going to win and his dick is getting sucked by Charlotte? And he's sucking his own dick. Oh, my God. He did it all. Richard gets the cake. Richard on the island with his dick in his mouth. (laughs) For the million dollars. Winner. (laughs) (laughs) And that was the talent show episode. (laughs) (laughs) So Charlotte misses her husband and she knows that she can't win. So she's just in a real dark spot. Yeah, she's like, get me off this fucking island, bro. Pete the model, though, he's feeling weak and tired, and he needs some food that is not rice. And speaking of rice, they're running out of rice, and they must begin to ration. Well, that's because Eve has been throwing away the old crunchy rice. Right. And her and Charlotte go to town on it and are real sassy. Who do you side with on this rice debacle? Is Eve too rice fussy, do you think? Eve should fucking set that rice aside. Like, cool if you don't want to eat it, Eve, but if other people are saying they want to eat it, fucking let them eat it. And yeah, whoever's making fucking rice, make some less rice if you're wasting rice. All of those points are valid. Yeah, and also, like, don't be even... 2% 2% fussy about any food when you're fucking on Survivor and sharing food with other people and you definitely don't want to seem like the person who's wasting food to any degree. Don't be even fussy. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> yeah. Um, Andy is he disappointed like, in Ular. Yeah, he feels like they're being mean to the Halong people and he doesn't like it. They are fucking being mean. And Zoe and Eve, they just want peace at the camp. But they no. both hate they hate Charlotte, but they wish generally there could be peace. Zoe wishes there could be peace. Eve is just a catty bitch. 
Yeah, I mean, she again describes Charlotte as like a constant screech in your ear. Um, we got Mick in his tiny little shorts hanging out. <laughs> Zoe and loses her hook while fishing. Doesn't only lose her hook, she loses her fucking mind <laughs> in this moment. She's like screaming and swearing and like pounding her fists like she's like what the fucking fucking fuck did i just fucking do i don't even fucking know you won't get the full effect because i'm barred from using accents and speaking (laughs) of which mightily disappointed to discover none of the spice girls have cameos so i can't just pay them like a hundred bucks to fucking come on the podcast and deliver me from Accent purgatory, yes. Cody, we don't have a podcast budget. You wouldn't be able to take $100 to do that. I could, I'd find it. Speaking of sex work, I'd find a way. Um, I will say that, you know, but what she says that will not be as fun coming for me <laughs> is, quote, sodding bloody hell Monday morning. Sodding real- bloody hell Monday morning? She's a real hashtag. That was much better. She's a real hashtag (laughs) Garfield moment. Hating on Mondays. Hashtag Garfield moment. Now, Cody, you have a particular viewpoint on what's the worst and best day of the week. Can you share that viewpoint real quick before we go into what happens next? Mm, You know, I do have to cop that I think this viewpoint was partially informed by a Domino's ad campaign <laughs> as <laughs> as is so much of my life really but <laughs> uh, Thursdays are the worst day of the week because it's not you know Monday sucks but it's the beginning of a week so you're not burnt out Tuesday kind of falls into this category as well but also still early in the week Wednesday is hump day so you know you're halfway through Friday's the end of the week, and Thursday just isn't Friday. It's just, oh, I fucking wish the week was over, but I still have today and tomorrow. It's the worst day of the week. I hear you. Only and I Tuesday agree with you. comes close, because Tuesday isn't Monday, and it's also not Wednesday or Friday. Okay. I, I appreciate you sharing that opinion. I appreciate you asking. I, you know... I will say, though, I feel like Thursday is close enough to Friday that I still get a little bit of energy bump from it. You get a little boost? So would you maybe say Tuesday is the worst day? I think so. Hmm. Or Wednesday. I hate the middle of the week. And you hate camels. Hmm. Yeah, I've and never you, been on you, one. Yeah? Or around like one. I hear they spit. Or eaten like any. Never hmm. eaten camel? I've never had any interactions with camel. Never eaten camel toe? No. <laughs> but um, psh. Nope. Da, da, da. All right. Uh, that's not my uh, flavor, but thanks for asking. So then the contestants head to Snake Island for reward. Yes. There's some good underwater shots that they get here as they transition. And uh, what do they have to do here, Cody? So this is a reward that I feel you would excel at, Jacqueline. Water oh, diva that you are. God 
damn it, Cody. Oh, fuck. Yes, Motherfucking God damn it. Okay, listeners, we I caught Shit. co-host because we took a little trip to the Upper Peninsula down Michigan Way. And we stayed at two hotels, both of which had pools, while we watched and took notes on this episode because hashtag uh. always be podcasting. And um, we're like, oh, you know what we should do in the pool is we should time each other on who can hold their breath underwater the longest. But I was too distracted catching COVID to remember to actually do that. So we didn't. And it would have been such a good segment and it would have made this episode the best episode. But now it's the work. Should we just, okay, let's do it on the air. Let's just hold our breath. <laughs> no, it's the not the same. No, no, no. Let's just time each other. Let's just do it. Okay? <laughs> no, it's not let's the just, same. Let's just, just for the hell of it. Uh, okay, ready? Vamp while I hold my breath. Ready? We, <laughs> we should just do it at the same fucking time. Okay, let's do it. I'll, do you have a timer? No, I can watch the clock. Okay, you tell me when to start. No, okay, so we'll, we'll start... do it one at a time. Because we, we can't just have time? silence here. It'll, oh, right. Yeah. So you <laughs> God, vamp so while, I, while I hold, hold my breath, you vamp, and then vice versa. I don't know if I can trust you, but let's go. Three, two, one, and sure. You went at 27. I love it. You should have your nose plugged, because how do I know that you're not breathing out of your nose right now? Um, If you cover your mouth. Yeah, there we go. Um, <laughs> so Cody is looking a little pink. Oh my God. Co-host Cody. Did you pass out? Are you still there? He's dead. <laughs> Just kidding. He's completely fine. I'm not a good actress. I'm not very funny either. Go honey. Go. Wow. This is kind of impressive. I don't know if you're still going. It's different when it's underwater, too. Okay. I also when did I say you I started? 27-something. All right. So then you went from 27 to 18. What? <laughs> so 30, so 45 seconds. seconds plus 45 18. Seconds. Is that correct? Yeah. 45 seconds. Plus I have COVID, so you should really triple that. Hells yeah. Triple 45. Okay, I do agree. agree with that. Fine. So that's <laughs> what? 45 times 3 is a minute 45? Or just a minute 30? <laughs> well, <laughs> times 2 is a minute 30. <laughs> times 3 would bring you 2 minutes and 15 seconds. Oh, you that. won. Okay. So You're two, the winner. Oh, wow, you wow. won the whole thing. Good You're segment. better than everybody. Good segment. Do we even uh, need to do you? Nah, we're great. Let's go. Here's the here's our promise. At some <laughs> point win. this summer, some point this summer, we yes. will we'll come back to this. We we're will. Cool. We'll remember to do it. We'll do it underwater. And we'll see. But so Long story short, what they're doing <laughs> for this reward challenge is they are in <laughs> rounds of three, uh, seeing who can hold their breath underwater the longest while holding yes. on to a log or pipe or something. Yeah, it's a log. It's like a log that's attached to the bottom of the pool. Ocean. And they're what's <laughs> what are they what are they playing for, Jacqueline? All right. They are playing for a five-star luxury reward night. 
You know it. And he doesn't explain it beyond that. No. Round number one. This babies. James. Yes, babies. You're not gonna miss it. Not gonna want to miss it. All right. Yes, there's three rounds of three, and then the winning round. So first round has who, Cody? James versus Eve versus Charlotte. Correct. They've all got goggles on. Yes. Once they're under, Eve looks like she is struggling hardcore, and I definitely thought she was going to be the first one to come up. But But Charlotte, at 27 seconds, is the first. And Eve right after. Ah, It's hard when we're not in the same space to not talk over each other a little bit. With 37 seconds, Eve. And then James is just like, I'm never coming up. And he just keeps chilling and chilling. He wants to show off his lungs. Yes, his big, strong, sexy Uh, lungs. uh, Check my lungs. Uh, uh, Aren't they great? I hope a rapper samples that. <laughs> uh, uh, check my lungs. Uh, uh, aren't they great? That's also me post having COVID at the doctor's office. <laughs> or that's me at the height of having COVID just before they put me on the respirator. Oh, no, no, sir. No, they are not great. Oh, no. Yes, we've been checking them. Now sleep. <laughs> Sleep forever, Mr. Oh, Houston. no! Don't do it. Tell Martin uh, Austin to treat her well. Oh, wow. no. Um. So, yes, and then when James does come up at a minute 14, he gets applause. Then round two, we've got Jackie making Andy. I have a note that says even Char must smoke. What does that mean, do you think? That they popped up so much quicker than James. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, round two. Don't you think? (laughs) That's like the only thing I can Oh, because they must smoke. That is what my note meant. Yes, they smoke (laughs) cigarettes. Jesus. COVID. I'm like, you must have been getting COVID at this point, Cody. Yeah, yeah. Okay, round number two. Mick (laughs) versus Jackie versus. Andy. I just said that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yes. Jackie sucks. She's not a real representation of me. She comes up after 15 fucking seconds. Which I think is the worst of the entire competition. Literally took me 15 seconds to say that, Jackie. And I said that in (laughs) one breath. Come on now. It took you 15 fucking seconds to swim down there. So I guess they should have said like 30. Jackie technically is supposed to be on oxygen at all times, and she shouldn't even be on the island right now. Jackie gets squished under an inch of water, so she's just dead. Jackie is beat by old man Mick, who (laughs) is like an octogenarian with multiple sausages up his rectum. So he should be the easy mark to beat. But he comes in number two at 41 seconds. Because Jackie's never lived in a pineapple under the sea. No, you don't uh, think so. So that no leaves... SpongeBob. <laughs> that leaves Andy to win at 56 seconds. Leading us to round number three, Zoe versus Peter versus Richard. Um, 
Richard does a little bit of a doggy paddle. That kind of makes me giggle when he have pops I said, up first at 24 seconds. <laughs> have I said that Richard looks a lot like Ringo Starr? Maybe. I think he was looking like Phil Collins, and now he's kind of looking like Ringo to me. I think you just like to think people look famous. Mm. Fair. Uh, Pretty Boy Pete uh, <laughs> gets 39 seconds. And then we got little Zozo. And I will say, they did clap after Andy and Zoe pop up. So they give every winner a little round of applause. Not just uh, big old show off James. But Zoe pops up after 50 seconds being the least longest winner. Yes. And then we go to our finale round. Our winner's round, if you will. Uh, Mark Austin. Wait, wait, no. Oh. No. First, they get to watch the white belly sea eagle fly overhead as they rest. And hopefully, spoiler for immunity, they're paying attention to the belly of that eagle and its color. I certainly did. I got this one correct. Shit. All right. Finale (laughs) round. Andy versus Zoe. Versus James. So um, I do have a note here that it's definitely helpful that they have like a log to hold on to, right? Yes. It allows you to really push it to the limit. I mean, it's a necessity. I, you can't just like hold your breath underwater because half of it is holding your body underwater. Um, I will say Zoe's issue is that she exhales her air too quickly. As soon as your lungs are fully, like, out of air, that burn gets more immediate because it needs something in it. So if you release it slower, then you're going to be able to last a lot longer. Zoe releases her air much too quickly, which leaves her coming up at 54 seconds. Oh, that's a really good insight from a lifelong swimmer, an award-winning swimmer. Award winning swimmy. I'm a more mimic swimmer. I feel like I'm <laughs> underwater right now. It's like my lungs are filling with water. Why would that be? Hmm, strange. Um, so and then we get to see the Ular boys or the the Halong boys. The Halong hulks, hunks, the Halong hunks. The Halong yes. hunks. Hashtag Halong hunks. There's some dreamy underwater, nice music going. We get these underwater shots. And Andy holds out for a minute 31. Which is fucking impressive. It is very impressive. Like a minute and a half underwater. Wild. James keeps it pushing again. He goes all the way to a minute 52. People were like, oh, just get up, James. Somebody should tell James. Ah, James, come on, man. James, James, come up. It's over. He comes up and he's won his five-star hotel treatment. And he's given 10 seconds to decide if he wants to bring anyone with him or not. So presumably he could have he could have just gone solo. He could have. He could have just, I mean, which maybe would have been nicest. It would have been hilarious if he had. One night all to myself. Thank God. But he immediately chooses Andy. The whole thing ha- happens very quickly. <laughs> yes, it does. James, right now, 10 seconds. Pick who you want to go. Andy hug they're off in love 
Love it. All well, right. not quite. I feel like they are stuck at um, camp for a little bit before they go on the reward. You're right. There's a little bit of time back at camp. Should we go straight into post-reward time? Should we take a quick break? Are we going? I suppose we will still take a break on this app. Yeah, let's take a break. Let's take a break. <clears throat> Do do break break time. Do 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 commercial time. This is a point in the pod where you should grab your all snacks and your drinks and use the bathroom to do 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 do. This is intermission time. It is a point in the pod where you should check out your bod. Go and walk your friendly dog. It's intermission time. Welcome back to Survivor Cast International, Episode 8. Coming back to the number one song of early August 2001, Eternal Flame by Atomic Kitten. Of course, a cover by the Bang of the Bangles. The Bangles version much better, of course. Survivor UK. Okay. Um. Okay. Hold on. All right. What are you breaking down for us, co-host Jackie? Turn around. Lend me your eyes, Mark Austin. Do you hear my immunity beating? Pull out I. Lind is the place where this season's taking place. What is going on, Jackie? Okay, I am looking for... I'm vamping as hard as I can. I, I know, it's awful. I'm sorry. I just, like, can't even... The episode because... where I get COVID should not be the episode where I'm doing the most singing I've ever done on the podcast. <laughs> what is the name of this song that we're listening to right now? It's Eternal Flame. This is a version by Atomic Kitten. It's usually sung by the Bangles. Okay. Lend me your This is going to be Lend Me Your Ears, okay. Darling. Okay. Do you hear my heart beating? I just thought that I had heard someone else sing it at some point, but I was wrong. Well, and I'm really disappointed now. Who did you think sang it? I thought Bewitched sang a cover of it. Bewitched? Yeah. 
But what do you mean bewitched? Like the TV show Bewitched? No, the band Bewitched. There's a band called Bewitched? Yes. Are they witches? Here's their cover of Blame It on the Weatherman. Ooh, that was really loud. It's just one more day. No one said there would be. I like how you said, here's their cover of Blame It on. Blame it on the weatherman as if I fucking know what that song is. <laughs> is that not, maybe well, this is an original. Blame it on huh. the weatherman. I feel Just like they like the did man. a fucking hey, cover dude. of something. Blame it on some rain clouds, bro. Just blame it on the weatherman. Huh? All right. Okay, maybe my childhood is just like... Is it music corner now? <laughs> we are. Okay, I'm sorry. Are you playing as more Bewitched, or are we... We're podcasting. Now, I will remind you, if you start a podcast with Anchor, you are allowed <laughs> to play Spotify music on your pod, so you too could have as much fun as we are having. <laughs> oh no, I'm so sorry. I'm okay. Sorry. Now is when we are going to get back into the episode. Should, should I replay that intro song? <laughs> you wanna, yeah, let's, let's, do you want to... This whole section should just not be part of the actual song. Okay, yep. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to edit all of this out. It's going to all be gone. I have a feeling that you are lying about that. I'm just going to replace this whole thing with a big siren. Okay. <laughs> Some honking, maybe. Oh wait, that's the one by the Bangles. Well, let's come back with the one. Let's come back to the Bangles. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay here we go. Survivor, you. Okay, welcome back to Survivor Cast International, Survivor UK, Episode 8, returning to the number one song of August, early August, 2001, Eternal Flame. Is this burning an eternal flame? <laughs> this burning I feel for Survivor UK, Banerjee. Revive Survivor UK so the burning can continue. Nope, that's just chlamydia, babe. Oh god, it's just COVID in my lungs. <laughs> I don't just—I have COVIDia. COVIDia. It's, it's a strain of COVID chlamydia. <laughs> that's real nasty. I agree. Let's not get chlamydia. COVIDia. COVIDia. Or. Covidia. 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 <laughs> it's when you get COVID and chlamydia from me specifically. <laughs> Just you. Just I think me. I'd be the only person who could contract it. And I, don't I don't know where want, you got chlamydia. <laughs> I don't have chlamydia. That's good. I, I don't want your parents to start calling me Covey. I have to say, I'm not into it. <laughs> Neither am I. Hence why I hesitated even bringing it up. I hope they forget about it. I never acknowledged it, so maybe the thing to do would be like, ha ha, funny, 
if my mom says it again so that she knows I've addressed it and then we can move on. I'm going to pray to the fire god of Pulau Tiga <laughs> that my COVID gets bad enough, but oh, I survive, no. oh, but no. bad enough that oh, joking no. about it in any context becomes unacceptable. <laughs> oh, Where it's only no. like, anytime we talk about Cody and COVID, it's like, oh, geez, I'm glad he's not dead. Because <laughs> he was like in the hospital for a year. Uh, no, don't do that He lost his beard and it grew, it grew back golden white. All right, I'm I'm losing the thread. COVID is attacking my brain. Let's okay. Um, so yeah, the boys make fun of Charlotte for wanting attention, and at the same time, they're throwing bean bags into a tire. So where the fuck did that tire come from, <laughs> or the like, what they're throwing into it? Maybe those are rocks, but like the tire. Well, I mean, you know, the things that just wash up on Pulau Tiga Beach, lighters, tires, who knows? Sausages. I do have James's full quote of what he says about Charlotte. Quote, Charlotte is quite insecure. She loves having men around her who will give her the attention she wants. She just hasn't got that for me and Andy. We're both married guys and would never give her the attention she wants. When she got that from Adrian and Simon, she thrived, but she's totally deprived of that here. Which, I I mean, I don't know. It does... I... Me thinks the lady doth protest too much. I think if in that opportunity, maybe it wouldn't be the same. I do think... I If, if Charlotte did blow somebody, maybe completely I'm off base. <laughs> but I think she gets a little bit of a hard time just for being an attractive young lady. But I don't know. Okay. There's like definite like why the fuck are we being so harsh on Charlotte all the fucking time vibes, but but I don't know. It's hard to say. Knowing that that, that specter hangs over the season, it's hard to say. I'm just always wondering who's sucking dick. Who be sucking? <laughs> we should make will... t-shirts that say who be sucking and on the back it says Survivor UK. <laughs> oh no. Because that would mean we suck. <laughs> All right. Um, so the little boys go on the reward. Yes. At Richard, the reward- is, Richard is gobsmacked and very upset that James chose Andy over him. No, over Charlotte. Oh, really? Yeah. It was like, clearly you were going to choose somebody from your old tribe. Oh, we all know how bummed out Charlotte's been lately and how much of a sad baby she's been. So it's amazing that you, yeah. Alone with us. (laughs) Um, So, yes, they arrive to a hot tub and massages and lotions and a table with food spread out and new clothes. They're going to have laundry done for them and some Italian wine. Ooh. And cigars. So fancy. What's your best cigar smoking look? My best cigar yeah, smoking pretend, look? Pretend to smoke a cigar. Like, act like you're so, so, smoking a cigar right now. Why would I do that for our audio format podcast? I, I think it's very silly to ask me to mime smoking a cigar 
something our listeners will not be able to see. I'll tell you. Here's my best audio imitation of smoking a cigar. They could hear um, you. Puff, puff, puff. <laughs> puff, 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 puff. I'm a cigar man. Puff, puff, puff. <laughs> now, are you sitting in like a red velvet chair or like a big leather chair? I'm in the alley. I'm in the sewers beneath your city. <laughs> Peep him up under grates and stuff. Smoking a cigar. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Um, Uh. (laughs) so yes uh it's just one giant hot tub that they're sitting in and they're kind of just using it as a bath like they're not really soaking in it and relaxing they're like actively washing themselves while sitting in it together which is kind of nasty and this massage therapist let's say um, is like pouring oils and things in it. It was just an awkward scene. Right, Real uncomfortable to watch. The female massage therapist who is just hanging out with them when not massaging them, eating dinner with them, <laughs> chilling by the tub, just the third party on this experience. <laughs> oh no, I think you guys should vote off this person. <laughs> like she's like giving her two cents <laughs> on the game and stuff. Oh, but yeah. they do no strategy talk these two no i mean they have no need to they're both being voted off the next two votes unless one of them wins them but they're 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 scrubbing and shampooing in the hot tub and watching the sunset which would be a pretty cool experience i'm sure right okay here's my question for you though yes they save eating for last which like okay you want to get clean and everything i get that but like there aren't lights. You don't have like lamps or anything really to eat by. There's like a singular candle on the table. And by the time you're sitting down to eat, it's definitely cold and yeah. you can't fucking <laughs> see anything. Like, I don't know if I would have left that for mm. like that late in the game. <laughs> uh, that's a good point. They just couldn't wait to get in that tub together. And once they were in the tub, no amount of food was going to get them out of it. Well, and then they had to get their rub downs. Uh, James tells Andy that he is his inspiration. It's a very tender moment. Uh, Then they eat with the masseuse. They also get breakfast and fruit and coffee the next morning, which is fucking crazy. Okay. They get presumably orange juice with breakfast. Did you fucking clock James putting three scoops of sugar into his OJ? Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. There's a moment where James, like, takes sugar scoops and puts three scoops of sugar in his own shoes. Even if that shit's fresh squeezed, man. Three scoops of sugar in your orange juice? Fresh squeezed orange juice is delicious. If you're adding sugar to orange juice under any context, you're a psychopath. I need the drop master or the UK correspondent to, I, is this something that's done in the UK? Is this something that's done in broader Europe? Is this something, I mean, because Americans do a lot of things, right? We dip our grapefruits in sugar. We put sugar on our sugary cereal, but we do not put sugar in our OJ. That's madness. No, no. All right. Are we ready to head back? Well, back at camp, they're eating rat. 
naming it rat name you know like oh it's it's rat fondue it's ratatouille so that's yes. a good time do you have any the good boys, rat rat dishes that you would call it i mean ratatouille is the obvious one right like um it's a kit rat bar like kit kat bar okay um, it's a razzmatazz treat <laughs> oh, good, good one Razzmatazz tree. I can't top that. It's uh, <laughs> ratted choke. Oh, a ratted choke. <laughs> okay, moving okay. on. Okay, nope, this is not a good bet. Um, yes. So James comes back and doesn't come back empty-handed. No, no. He brings Charlotte a cigar. Did you clock what Charlotte says when she's no. given a cigar? No. No. I did not do my due diligence and go back and listen, but I am 80% sure she says thank you, Daddy, when he gives her the cigar. Cigars e- being very phallic. I e- bet Charlotte sucked James' dick, and then he's bringing her the cigar. And that's why he he's didn't... like so anti Charlotte when he's raging against her earlier this episode. And maybe that's why he didn't bring her on the reward because he knew he'd fuck her all night. All night. Even with just sucked my dick, so it's not cheating. But if we're away together in this bed, I'm gonna fuck her all night. Yep. And he almost fucked Andy, but he was able to contain himself. They also have these fancy bright blue Hawaiian shirts they come back in because their clothes have been laundered. But you know who doesn't give a fuck about it, Cody? Is it Richard? It's Richard. Richard couldn't give two cents about it. He couldn't give two shits about it because he's busy digging a shit pit with Eve or with Zoe. Because Simon can't wipe his ass. And there's like this whole thing about how Simon (laughs) couldn't find the previous toilet or something. So he was shitting just everywhere. (laughs) I feel like this is like weird, weird low-key racism. What is going on here? Did you tell him where the toilet was? Why do you need to dig a new one? He's been voted off, and now you need to dig a new one? What are you Now implying, you're Richard? shit-talking him after yeah. he's been voted off? Come on, now. With I, that... I'm anti-Richard. I agree. Fucker's gonna win, but I'm anti-Richard. Then Mark Austin breaks down the situation, how Ular's picking off along, and then Andy is hoping that the reward will boost him, allowing him to win immunity. And let's find out if it does, shall we? Let's do it. We're welcome we... to Bird Island, a windy day on Bird Island by Mark Austin. And you see lots of little log stumps just hanging out. Marky Mark says that surviving is not only about strength and endurance, but also acquiring knowledge. So you're going to advance along the several steps of the logs toward the immunity amulet by correctly answering multiple choice questions. Should we break down the questions? Yes, we should. Here we go. As you do the questions, I'll let you know who fucks them up. All right. Question number one. What? color belly does the sea eagle have did everyone pay attention at immunity do you have the answers written down jackie 
No, but I know this one was the white belly sea eagle. Let's see which ones you can also get right. Oh, God. You got the white belly sea eagle correct. And so did all the contestants. Question two. What is the number of edible nuts on the island? I don't fucking know. Okay, tell me. The answer is one. And then Mark Austin's like, technically Wait, you're not going to give me the options? I don't know the options. I just have the correct answer. Oh, boo! The answer is one. And then Mark Austin's like, well, actually, two. And then grabs his genitals. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Grabs his nuts. And Charlotte, who just got out, runs up to them and says, that's why I said two. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> yep. It was wild. It was a crazy moment. I'm just moment. kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, yep. And Eve also got out. <laughs> yes, but she didn't uh, motorboat Mark Austin's testicles. No, I think that's called teabagging. Teabagging. Isn't it? Okay. Teabagging, Jackie, is when a person takes their testicles usually when another person is sleeping and lowers them in and out of their mouth or onto their face, mimicking what you would do with a tea bag. So it's like your balls are the tea bag and their face or mouth is the hot liquid and you're steeping. You see you're okay. tea bagging. <laughs> you do that to people who are sleeping. I would never, but it is something <laughs> like, I don't know when tea bagging became popularized in pop culture it definitely corresponds somewhat with the Halo video games because in that video game, you can crouch over a dead person's body like, oh, I killed you and now I can make my like character like mimic teabagging you. And also Jackass, that show, I think they would sometimes like film themselves like, oh, our buddy fell asleep. So now I'm going to teabag him. So I think those it's like an, it's very much of this time. It's a very early 2000s type thing that we're talking about. I feel Is like that's a, just like asking the, to get your balls bit off. Only the most disgusting of like adolescent males probably in the U.S. would be doing it probably to each oh. other, not like to women, but like, you know, to other men. It's like it's all the hallmarks of like mild homoeroticism of young men, hyper masculine play with each other, you know. OK. bagging. Gotcha. Fun. Um, and then we move on to question number three. (laughs) There's many fish on the island, but which fish is not here? Do you remember which fish? He gave options, honey. I can't even remember a name of a fish without an option. (laughs) Sea bass? Oh. (laughs) And hilariously, as he gives the option for chicken fish before he says what the correct answer is, Mick shakes his head no at chicken fish very noticeably. Well, Richard's pissed as fuck that Mick didn't say that earlier because he got this one wrong. Damn, and he's out. And he's out. Question four. If you're fighting a moray eel, there's only one way to win. And what is it? It's like stab him in the back of the head or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Head. Fuck yeah. You know That's who didn't the... remember that? Zoe. Ooh. That's the only way to kill a moray eel? I guess. Seems very specific. Very. The termites I know you're on supposed the to island. punch a no- uh, the nose of a shark. 
Right, it like stuns it. Yeah. Termites on the island are called. No fucking clue. White ants. Ah. Well, Michael, Andy, and Jackie all did not give a fucking clue either. And that leaves us with just James and Peter. It's around this time that I pick up on Mark Austin. You know, the lady who does um, The Weakest Link? She's like, you all the weakest link? Goodbye. Good boy. His or Regis Philbin is like, is that your final answer? Mark Austin's equivalent in this segment is, make your decision now. He starts saying that after every last option, really rushing them. He doesn't want to give him time to second guess because oftentimes your first answer is correct. So you, so you have time to second guess. Yeah, he's just trying to help him out. I, like, like I got that. you, bro. I like that. No mentality. problem. Yes. All right. Question five A snake bites you on the hand. Six. Where should you hold your hand? Below six. your heart. Question six. Yes. Behold, below your heart. I personally guessed the exact opposite and thought it was above your heart. <laughs> no, because then it would rush to your heart faster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Pete wins. And he's sad about it. He's conflicted. He he's very conflicted. And you at this moment thought Pete was going to win, but then swapped back to thinking Richard was going to win. Yeah, that's because Peter has this really high-pitched voice that I don't think I've ever heard him speak before. But uh, it's really distracting, and that's why he would not win. <laughs> you don't like it, huh? It's it's super distracting. It's like his voice doesn't match who he is or his face. So, Andy feels like he's next. Because he's on Halong and he's the strongest member of the former Halong. James is going to miss Andy, and Pete, as you said, is conflicted and very sad that Andy's going to be voted off. And, you know, <clears throat> Jackie and Mick are having a good shitty chat on, you know, if Pete isn't going to get with the program. He can just be one of the next fuckers to go to. Exactly. We don't need him. We'll just fucking vote him next, baby. Yeah, we're already so many ahead, and he's a strong man. Fuck him off. Pete has a restless night over the Andy vote, and then he is comforted by Richard the next day as he's walking on the beach, and Richard tells him it's possible to disconnect from the game. And just vote what you have to do to benefit me. Do you think... <clears throat> do you think that this moment endears Richard to Pete? Or do you think it's like the beginning of like a hardening in Pete against Richard? <laughs> Interesting that I thought maybe you were going to go the opposite. And ask if it would be the beginning of Richard being annoyed with Pete over being, like, too sentimental and letting, like, this feeling of not keeping your word or of sentimentality towards Andy conflict him so much. But I could definitely see it the opposite way of it, like, maybe making Pete jaded against Richard. Maybe a little bit. Interesting. 
Um, Andy, on the other hand, has kind of just fully accepted that he will be voted off and he's at peace with it. He's already assessing who he wants to win the mill. With that, should we head to tribal? Let's head to tribal. I just do have a note that Mick is worried that the Holong people are still plotting and scheming. But I mean, they have no power. No, they have no power. Oh, and then Zoe and Eve are like mocking somebody over having caught a fish. They're like making big mouths and like pulling their teeth out. I don't know what's going on in that moment. It's very. I don't know if they're making fun of people or just being goofy. Hmm. They do stop by the mud volcano on the way to tribal. We finally see it again. Andy, Pete, and Charlotte are the only three who do not mud themselves. Ooh. But the other ones, they really mud themselves. Like, they go for it this time. They're all mudded up. Mark and, uh, remind- oh, Yeah, go. no, I was literally about to say that, so go. He reminds us how ties work. This is old school Survivor, where we are not playing a fire building challenge in the event of a tie, but previous votes cast against you and previous tribals then come into play. Now, okay, I definitely thought, did you think he was saying this because there was going to be a vote? Like this was like a prelude to Peter flipping on his old tribe and siding with them and there being a tie? I mean, honestly, for the narrative of the episode, it would have been so perfect to have Peter's confliction and then Mark Austin giving that reminder leading into that happening at Tribal would have been perfect. Didn't happen. But But yes, I I did think we were building for that. (laughs) I thought so, too. I definitely thought that that was going to happen. How do you feel about the... You've got the stain of previous tribals upon you in the event of a tie rather than a fire building challenge. Um, I think it brings on a strategy. Like it brings on a different strategy part of the game. I kind of like reserving the fire building. Well, because now it's rocks, isn't it? Wouldn't it be like a you're going to draw rocks like... If there's a tie, you have a time to discuss it and revote. And if not, those two people are safe and everyone else goes to rocks. I think so. Does it eventually escalate to fire building if rocks don't work out? Or is that not the case? I think that rocks got fully preserved for, like... Rocks are for ties, and then fire building is for who (laughs) goes from final four to final three, right? I don't know how that became so difficult for me to form into words, but yes, that's what happens. We're on the same page. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) So we get some of that classic UK flute coming in at tribal. Um, Charlotte's got some fighting words with Richard. Oh, yeah? I don't write them down, but I just remember that there's, like, a moment between them. Mark Austin congratulates all present on making it to the final nine. Uh, Explains that anyone voted off now will become a member of the jury, so it's something to keep in mind while voting. That Um, you're giving power to those people. 
How it's I think that the <laughs> the Richard Charlotte tension comes from Richard being just an open Ular loyalist, saying that he's going to continue to vote off Halong people, and also openly saying, like with no bones, that he's voting Andy off next. Yeah. It definitely doesn't leave a good taste in your mouth. I think there is like something to be said for nuances and not having those can definitely cost you a million dollars. Yeah. Very true. Or a million pounds, I should say. Richard says that he would never bring an Ular to reward and has no regrets on bringing Andy. And then Mick goes to vote first. James says that, you mean? Oh, James, yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, that'd be weird for first. Richard. Okay, <laughs> yes. Uh, Mick was always down to get muddy and is very muddy. He's voting. <laughs> and then Andy votes for Jackie, says it's a final strategic move that he hopes benefits Pete or Charlotte. Yeah, interesting. I'm not sure what his thinking is there. I guess to stoke some, like, some feelings. Who's against Jackie. Yeah. I was wondering if maybe he was hoping, like, oh, maybe Pete will vote with us against whoever the fuck we're voting for. And then my vote, because it's still, it'd still be, like, I still wouldn't win or whatever the fuck. I don't know. And maybe then Jackie thinks that, Pete threw a vote her way because he didn't want to vote against. I don't know. I was just. No, it's maybe. hard to say what what exactly he's hoping to accomplish. Yeah, but he seem Andy seems very fine to be going. Yes, the votes come in. It's one vote for Jackie. It's two votes for Richard, and it's six votes for Andy. He gives a very, like, composed goodbye of, like, I'm taking my vote seriously for a million dollars, so be good people. He's kind of relishing being voted off. Like, he's kind of like a little pig for the pain. Like, he's a masochist. Like, he kind of, like, he's, like, putting cigarettes out on his skin and loving it, you know? He is coming off like a fucking, um, a martyr. Yeah, yeah. Like, I am laying myself on the sword. Woe to me. Well, he even says earlier, I'll be voted off in the next few minutes, because if they don't, I'll punish them at the next immunity. Exactly. Weirdly aggressive. Very Um, much. Charlotte hits him with the, bye! I know, it feels so modern and so drag race adjacent. Came from this, apparently. Mark Austin is like, snuff yourself, dear boy. Snuff, snuff. Snuffs himself. Andy is a pretty, com- he has a pretty classy exit. He compliments everyone and says, good luck. We find out and Pete did vote for Andy, of course. Mark Austin says, Andy will be back on the jury. Now get out of here. And Andy says that he thinks Richard will win, but hopes not. And he's rooting for James or Pete. Love it. Well, that brings us to the end of episode number eight. I'll leave on Andy. He says that if you choose his epitaph, it would say the people he loves and his friends respected the way he played his game and conducted himself. And I guess overall, Andy was fine. He was a little creepy from time to time. He was fine. 
And that's yeah. episode eight. I will say it's not the same looking at you through a screen, co-host Cody. I feel like some of our energy is off and I miss you. But we'll we'll work on it over the next week. And by the time we're back together, we'll be able to podcast anywhere. Hopefully there are a few more episodes recorded in this fashion. Because we... it's going to get better real quick. Yes. No replacing me with Mark Austin or Jeff Probst. I'm here to stay. So with that, we hope you've enjoyed this special COVID cast edition of Survivor UK Pulau Tiga Redux to UK with Love, Episode 8. We'll be back with number nine on our normal Monday UK drops. Yes, starting... we are now. Oh, sorry. Oh, starting sorry. next week, we will be doing Saturday South Africa. Monday UK's continuing the rest of the season and through season two every Monday. And Friday we'll be covering the LRG Philadelphia. Philly Fridays, baby. So find all of that great content at INT SurvivorCast on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Go find some videos of me eating beans on YouTube. I will say we've got a a short three weeks between now and the can you survive charity event that happens august 3rd through 7th you can catch them out on their facebook page we will be kind of covering that sporadically and looking forward to that always a great last year's was amazing can't wait to watch this year's and with that top of the morning governor see ya and be ya later. Don't you mean bean ya? <laughs> Don't you mean uh, beans on toast ya? Bye. Bean. I checked out my bod. Did you walk your friendly dog? I have no dog to walk. When does Buster come? Buster comes on Thursday. It's exciting. But you can't hang out with him because you have COVID. And dogs can catch COVID. That's what you said. This is a point in the pod where you should check out your bod because it is intermission time. If I wore gloves and a mask while baking dog cookies, do you think it'd be fine? Hmm. Um, I think maybe I don't test tomorrow, but maybe you do test tomorrow. Like, I don't need to test again for a few days. So why don't you use one of the tests that you got? We don't need to be both testing. Like, I have COVID. Right. So you test you tomorrow. You don't need to test until. And if you test negative, put on gloves and wear a mask and make the dog cookies. I didn't buy enough for me to test every day between now and Saturday. You don't need to test every day, but just test tomorrow if you plan to do any baking. But I like I really should bake Thursday.
Maybe I'll just not bake tomorrow and wait until Thursday. Okay. Okay. Right, because if you test tomorrow, you don't also want to test Thursday. Exactly, because I need to test Friday. I need to test Saturday. And you need to test on Saturday to see if you're negative. Hopefully. Hopefully I'm still negative, too. Negator, Skeletor. <coughs> Sorry, I've been trying to mute when I do that. Um, all right. Shall we finish the rest of this episode? Do you still have enough steam to wrap it up? I do if you do. I sure do. Okay. Are you so um are you just using the blue vape? Mm-hmm. Okay. The brunch good news. Cool. I was just making sure it wasn't the rainbow pride one. We should no, wait till your is... I, this is the only one cool. I've been using. It's just been in my pocket. Like we talked, yeah, I'm not even I love gonna, that. <clears throat> the other one is 100% just for you, even when I'm better. Well, we might enjoy it in the road or whatever, or at a market if we're together. But This break brought to you by Fig Newton's Soft and Chewy Fig. The Fig You Dig, Fig Newton. Were those a good treat to grab? Yeah, I've eaten like half of them. You should eat some too. They're very tasty. I had three of them earlier. I just was really wanting to try to get you some things that might be mm. good for your heart. You're very sweet. In... Although, all right, I think Fig Newtons are like bad for my heart, actually, <laughs> but good for Not my like soul. Physical heart, but like, yeah. Most things good for your soul heart are bad for your physical heart. I'm so sad we can't cuddle and watch a show tonight. Gosh, that's very sad, actually. I know. We could put fucking um, a chapter of The Hobbit. The Hobbit Um, on the bookcase and turn it up loud. Should also connect it to like the Google Home Mini and play it. That'd be lovely. Just plug that into our room. The hallway or the hallway, yeah. That would be nice. That would be very nice. I'd love to do that when we're done with this. Be nice. Okay. Are you going to shower sure. or take a bath to help you feel good? I might take a hot shower. I'm really like all afternoon and evening, I'm like feeling my chest and lungs start to like get tight and unhappy, like actively feeling it. It's very unpleasant. So I'm hoping if I take a hot shower, maybe that'll loosen some stuff up. <clears throat> maybe take some NyQuil too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> should we come back? So the song we're coming back to. I just need oh, to yep. I'll pull it up. It is. Oh, fucking look at that thing that I just sent you. What that I text? sent you earlier? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, the brew tank. like i wouldn't necessarily use it for drinks but isn't that like it's got those compartments that go in there it's got wheels just like you got like ads popping up okay yeah i mean this looks cool as fuck right it's got like nice wheels too Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> if I do veg fest, I think we get that. Ooh, it's got a little tap, cup I holder. Mean... Damn. Keeps ice for seven days. Holy shit. The brew tank. I mean, this is just a commercial for the brew brewmate now. <laughs> brewmate? I hardly knew, mate. Okay. <laughs> I'm keeping all of us in the podcast, too. No, you're not. All of it. You can't. There are things that you can't put in. I mean, I can edit that one small part out. All right. Keep it whenever you want. I'll cut it out and just put a siren in. Like when <laughs> oh, I said God. that. Like when I said that siren lives in siren on our other episode, and I had to put a siren in there too. That's hilarious. Um, yeah, that was a big fail. A huge fail. Failed us, party of Cody. That's probably right. why I got COVID. Okay, mm, you ready? Is. Yeah, shall we? I'm just, it is getting a little late. Whenever you're ready. Um, if you have sick days and you don't feel great, use one if you need to this week. I Oh, yeah. It's like if I use one, I might use one tomorrow. I'm considering it, but I just want to see how I feel overnight. Yeah. Or like start in the morning and if you can't, just be like, hey, you know, I'm feeling too crummy for this. I definitely have sick days, so. Yeah. I just support you and I love you. <clears throat> very sweet. You're a good wife. I love you very, very much. You're a great husband. I'm lucky to have you. All right, should we come back to this funky beat? Okay, let's go. All right. August 4th, Eternal Flame, Atomic Kitten. Here we go. <laughs> 